0: I'm going to talk about persistence tonight. Because you know what happens a lot of times is we give up too early. Hallelujah. You guys know what I'm talking about? I believe anything on your mind that is from God can be obtained. Hallelujah. Hallelujah. Anything that's from God can be obtained. But if you give up, hallelujah, if you give up too early, you're not going to be able to grab onto it. <laughs> when the heat is turned up, hallelujah, they, when the heat is turned up, you can see what you're made of now. Yeah. Hallelujah. <laughs> And I'm I'm not going to lie, I had some thoughts, I'm like, man, this is bad, I'm going to, like, I have to worry about all this stuff. But you know what, something in my spirit was like, no, like, this is just, this is even a greater sign that we're supposed to move forward on this. Because the, the earth is so fragile, hallelujah, people have no idea how fragile life is. Things can crumble in one second. Hallelujah, and they need to latch on to the rock, which is Jesus Christ, the strong foundation. Hallelujah. (laughs) Woo! Come on. People that are building on sand right now are crumbling. They're crumbling. Hallelujah. But we're not crumbling. Can I hear amen tonight? Amen. Hallelujah. When the challenges come, that's when you move forward even more. Hallelujah. That's what I believe. It's an opportunity. It's an opportunity to go forward and, and just show that the kingdom that we are of is not a kingdom of this world. It's a different kingdom. And that we work opposite of the, the wave. It's like, wait, you're going to start something new right now? Yes. Yes, we're going to start something new right now. Hallelujah. Come on. So be persistent in sowing, okay? Let's look at Ecclesiastes chapter 11 and 6. And when I'm saying sowing, I'm not necessarily talking about finances, Plant, it says, plant your seed in the morning. Ecclesiastes chapter 11, verse 6. Plant your seed in the morning and keep busy all afternoon. Let's read that again. Plant your seed in the morning and keep busy all afternoon. For you don't know if profit will come from one activity or another. Or both. <laughs> Hallelujah. Hallelujah so what is this saying it's saying be persistent in sowing you don't necessarily have to just sow when it's safe hallelujah you, you 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 don't know which what what time you sow is actually going to take root what what day you actually showed up at church and something blossomed in your life hallelujah <laughs> I'm telling you guys, there are kairos moments. There are moments that God has ordained for your life. And if you're at the right place at the right time, hallelujah, Mm -hmm. boom! Hallelujah. Life is being birthed. Hallelujah. When two things come together, the word of God, which is the seed that comes in. And when there's ground and there's there's fertility to actually receive the seed from heaven. Hallelujah. Then there's life that comes from that. But you see if you're not there when the seed is being dropped. Hallelujah. And you know what? We don't know which time life is going to come. We don't know when conception happens. We don't decide that. Hallelujah. Yeah. All we can do is sit. Under the seed. And wait for God. To pour out a seed over us. Hallelujah. That's good. And have a willing heart. Have an open heart. Because when the word of God is spoken. Praise God. And you see that. Some people are like, "Well, I just want to worship all day. Yeah, like, you. it's good to worship. We want to do worship. But when the word of God is being spoken over your life. When there's a Kairos word. Over your life. Hallelujah. Boom. It sprouts inside of you. Hallelujah. And then dreams are being birthed. Position are being given. Hallelujah. Positions. Come on. There's a release. So I thank you, Father, for the Word of God. And I thank you, God, that we're going to be diligent, God, to sit under your word. And that our hearts will be fertile. That our hearts will be willing to hear the word, God, because we want to see fruit in our life. And we want to be at the right place at the right time. Hallelujah. Thank you for your garden, God. Matthew chapter 13. It says a farmer was sowing grain in his field and he scattered the seed across the ground. Some fell by beside a path and the birds came and ate it. Some fell on rocky soil. There was a little bit of depth and the plants sprang up quickly enough in the shallow soil but the hot sun soon scorched them and they withered and died. You guys know this verse? Mm-hmm. For it had so little root. Mm-hmm. <clears throat> okay, so so when you come to church, okay? God is trying to tell you something. Okay? There's seeds that are coming down from heaven. You know how a plant works? You put the seed in the soil. God is trying to plant seeds of hope. Seeds of life. Seeds that will grow into a different life. That will grow into joy. That will grow into fulfillment. Hallelujah. But you see the condition. You see. I like God could be spilling seed in this room. Hallelujah. And one heart is like a hardened path. The other heart. There's no depth to it. So when the sun comes, it gets burnt off. Hallelujah. So what is God saying? Other seeds fell among the thorns. Thorns represent just worried about things of this world. Hallelujah. Some fell on good soil and produced a crop that was 30 and 60 and even 100 times as much as he planted. Whew. Hallelujah. Come on guys. Man. The idea is that first of all, God when God is speaking, when God is releasing his word, his his manna, his seed, right? It's coming down from heaven. Number 1, if you're not, if you're not under it, under that word, you're not going to receive the word of the Lord that he's trying to sow into your life. Hallelujah. Hallelujah. But then I could be sitting in a, in a message. Hallelujah. One person, their hearts are open and they receive a hundredfold, thirtyfold, sixtyfold the other person because their hearts not open there's nothing growing hallelujah <clears throat> hallelujah and that's not God's fault <laughs> that's our heart posture and when we come in with a fertile soil and God is trying to bring conception into our into your life he's trying to bur- how how many want something new in their life do you know that nothing happens without the word of the Lord actually being spoken? Nothing good's going to happen in your life unless there's a word that's being spoken. In heaven, God makes a decree, hallelujah, and then releases it. And then he uses the prophets to actually give you a word. Man, Bora had a dream last night. She gave me a word, hallelujah, and there was conception in my heart. The seed of the word of God that came from her and that my heart was open to hear it hallelujah right. something burst inside of me awesome. and now i'm i'm ready to march forward i'm ready to move forward thank you lord so what am i saying sometimes i don't know if you guys are gardeners anybody in here yeah. but not every time you sow a seed like, how many seeds you got to sow? Yeah. Maybe, Deb, you would know. How many seeds you got to sow for a plant to grow? Like, Yeah, got your point. Get a yeah. few? I don't know. A hundred? I don't know. Thirty? Uh, you put? Uh, I don't know. Depends, <laughs> yeah. depends, on the depends on where it is, right? Yeah. yeah. But they don't all grow. Okay. Hallelujah. And God is continuously pouring out seed in your life. And he's like, I want you to be where the seed is being poured in. That's why on Christian radio, or right on Christian television, there's seed that's being poured in. All the time. Amen? That's why I love to listen to sermons. But there's something about a corporate atmosphere, hallelujah, where the ground is more fertile. I believe that. You guys agree with me? Yeah. Where your heart, it's like, you're seeing, you know, when you have circle time, for example, not not kindergarten, like, you know... (laughs) (laughs) Gigi's like, circle time? Really? I don't like circle time. (laughs) But there's something about corporate ground where God is pouring out the uh, the seeds. Hallelujah. And what am I saying? I'm saying be persistent. You, You know, when you're trying to have a baby, it doesn't always happen at the first time. You guys with me? Yeah. You have to be persistent. You got to keep going. Hallelujah. Hallelujah. But there's something about an openness to the seed of God. There's something about a heart that's open and that's willing to receive. And then boom, when when conception happens. Hallelujah. It says in the word that uh, the word of God does not come back void. It goes and does what it's got to accomplish. Hallelujah. Woo. So what am I saying? I'm saying be persistent. Even even for yourself. When you're trying to minister to someone, be persistent in giving. Don't don't withhold the seed from people. Even if you feel like it's getting wasted. Yeah. Hallelujah. It says in the Bible that God gives seed to the sower. He gives you enough seed to sow into other people's life. Mm -hmm. Right? And and you know what? Sometimes it falls by the wayside. Sometimes it it doesn't take root. Sometimes the thorns, you know. But you know what? Keep pounding. I I just keep pounding. I keep pouring out seeds. I keep trying to minister to people so their hearts become fertile. I keep trying to explain to them the principles of God. (laughs) Hallelujah. You guys with me here? Don't get discouraged. Be persistent. So uh, so number two is be persistent in prayer. Okay, Be persistent in prayer. So Luke chapter 19, 18 verse 1. One day Jesus told his disciples a story to illustrate their need to be constant in prayer. To show them that they must keep praying until the answer comes. There, there was a city judge He said, a very godless man who had great contempt for everyone, a widow of that city, came to, f- to him frequently to appeal for justice against a man who hadn't harmed her. The judge ignored her for a while, but eventually she got on his nerves. <laughs> <laughs> Nothing changed. I fear neither God nor man, he said to himself, but this woman bothers me. I'm going to see that she gets justice. For she is wearing me out with her constant coming. What is this saying? There's something about persistence, guys. It's something about being persistent in the things of God. <coughs> Hallelujah. Because every time you come, every time you come into into prayer, right? Every time you open the radio at the right station. You guys with me? <coughs> You're being persistent in God. And eventually God gets fed up with you. In the sense where, you know what I'm saying? He's like, okay, you want to have, you want this? Yeah, I'm going to give it to you. Hallelujah. He's like, you know, sometimes, you know, kids, they just say, can I have this? Can I have this? Can I have gum? Can I have gum? Can I have gum? Can I have gum? You're like, it's not good for your teeth, but you really want gum? Like, I'll give you gum. You know, sometimes God will give us things that aren't actually good for us because we want it so bad. you guys believe that? Because He loves us. But I'm telling you, guys, um, especially in this time, we have to be persistent. Hallelujah. And I'm telling you, there's a fragrance in heaven. There, when When, when you're being persistent and when there's... You know what? If you, only, uh, if you only engage in the things of God when you feel like it, there's no sacrifice there. Hallelujah. Sacrifice, remember in the Bible, there's a fragrance in sacrifice. It's the smoke of the sacrifice that comes up. It's a sweet smelling aroma to God. So every time you do something for God that you don't feel like doing, Hallelujah, there's an aroma. That's when you get noticed, is when you're doing it and you don't feel like it. Hallelujah. I'm trying to encourage you guys. (laughs) I hope it's not it. It's working. Good. And I'm telling you, you don't know which day, just like Hannah... One day she walked in, she started crying, she started worshiping, and then God said, Yes, I'll give you your child. How, why, why that day? Hallelujah. Maybe God is going to give you your breakthrough that you're looking for the day you least expect it. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Hallelujah. But what, what did she do? She was faithful to continue to worship, she was faithful to continue to lift up her hands. And to say, God, I don't understand what's going on in my life. I don't feel like it. I'm tired. But I'm going to worship you anyways. Boom. Then God's like, I'm going to bring conception in your life. Who's ready for birthing in your life? Conception. Conception. New things. New opportunities. God, I'm, I want to open my heart to, for you, for your word. For your the seed of the of God to come on my heart, that there may be conception of your dreams. Ooh. Do you know that God follows everything you do, and He's like, I love you. I love you so much. Like He, He's in awe of you. I know we're in awe of Him, but He's in awe of you. He's like, I don't know if you ever hold a, a brand new baby. Like, it's so beautiful, right? God looks at you and he's like, he's watching every effort that you're doing, every time you sacrifice something for him. And he's following you and he's like, wow, good. I want to encourage you. Everything you're doing there, He said, it says in the Bible, he's a rewarder of those who what? Who what? Diligently. Diligently. Persistently. Seek Him. Whew. Why? Because that's how life works. It's There's a pursuing. Hallelujah. How are you going to find a, a wife if you're not pursuing her? There's a pursuing that happens before conception. Hallelujah. You guys with me on this? If there's no pursuing, there's no conception. Babies don't just happen in thin air. Hallelujah. There's a process. When you're pursuing God, Hallelujah, you pursue Him. He pours out His seed and conception happens in your life. As you worship, as you praise Him, every good gift comes down from the Father of Light. Down. Down. so good man i'm excited you know because i grew up obviously i grew up skateboarding and for me skateboarding i don't know if you guys ever skateboard but there's something about persistence i mean i'm sure drumming is the same thing like you probably weren't uh, that good when you started paul right (laughs) i'm assuming Does anything good even come out of something that's not persistent? Can you name me one thing that hasn't required some persistence? Hallelujah. That's why. And you know what's hard is that is that we get tired. Who hears? Tired. Tired. I get tired too but you know what I that's why um, when you get a word of the Lord when you get a prophetic word for your future that that word in your future is actually pulling you towards your future and you can see it And, and and that's why it's good to get prayer at the end of the service because when people pray for you they give you prophetic words not always One time, I was here and we invited this guy who was trying to sell us a vending machine. Hallelujah. And uh, he had like chocolate bars. What was his name? I forgot. Um, <laughs> Charlie. Charlie. <No>. Willy <laughs> So anyways, he was trying to sell us a vending machine. And so, you know, he came to church. I don't know what his motives were to come to church, but... At least he was here. I think part of him wanted to, you know, if he comes to church, then we're going to buy the vending machine, right? It's like, one of those. Maybe not, I don't know. But sometimes people do that. They go to church because they're trying to sell you something. I don't know if I've met people like that. Mm -hmm. (laughs) But uh, that's not the best reason. But, hey, you're in the glory, so it's all good. God can still just pour out seed anyways, right? Right. So maybe there's a part of your heart that's open. And the little seed goes, bloop, right in that little part. Right? (laughs) <laughs> so anyways he comes in and uh, we do worship and he's like he's like man I, I don't understand what just happened he's like I have no idea what just happened he's like I left this room like the guy had a vision and he's like, he's like I, I left this room and I was in this big like big uh, field and there was thousands and thousands of people and he said you were you were on the stage and you were preaching he told me that like, like, I don't even know if this guy is Christian. Maybe, maybe, I don't know. So, 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 you see, God used him to give me a word for the future. Hallelujah. So now, when, when I show up here and there's two people, <laughs> Hallelujah, I got something that I already know what God's going to do. Like, that was God telling me that. And not that I'm doing it for the people, but it's like, Don't get discouraged, Dan. This is just a process. You're in a process. And that word brings you invigoration, it brings you vitality because that word is something that you see, there's an end goal. <coughs> Have you ever heard of reverse engineering? Okay, reverse engineering. So reverse engineering is saying, well, I want to make $1 million a year, hallelujah. So how, if you divide that by 12, how much is that? Anybody get a calculator? not that good at math. So what you do is you divide it by 12, okay? And then that's 12 months, right? Then you divide that by 4.3. That's how many weeks. And then you divide that by 7. So what happens is if you can reverse engineer the million dollars, you can figure out how much you need to make in one day. Right? The prophetic words gives you that ability to be able to reverse engineer. Not that you're making it happen, but you can somehow, you could figure out a way that this can be possible. Hallelujah. <coughs> Gigi, you ever got prophetic words that you've written down? Do you ever look over them? I need to write them
1: down. you got to write them down.
0: <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I want to encourage you guys. Write it down. Right? i got a little book. Uh, that I write down my prophetic words and man it's crazy because uh, I've noticed how I'll get like a bunch and then I'll get some time and then a bunch of crazy things happen and then prophetic word, prophetic word, prophetic word craziness, craziness, breakthrough, (laughs) loss (laughs) but then you just see how like wow God is really like painting a picture in your life and that's the beautiful part about being a Christian is that you're able to uh, see the canvas? There's a canvas that God is painting. You're, he's painting a picture for your life. Hallelujah. Woo. And I'm telling you, when you get into the proper position, when you get into the right that place where God wants you. Hallelujah. That's when He starts. He's going to start blowing your mind more and more. Right? Once you get baptized. Right, that's that's a huge change. That that's a defining moment when you get married. That's a defining moment. Hallelujah. Those things, those are the sacraments, right? They're 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 all they're all uh, holy. They're all beautiful things. They're beautiful things. And God wants to take you into this journey. Hallelujah. Woo! Come on, I, man, you, I hope you guys are happy to be alive today. <laughs> Am I inspiring you a little bit? I don't know. I hope I'm inspiring you just a little yeah. bit. <laughs> Sorry. I'm, I'm trying. I'm trying, I'm trying. <laughs> There's beauty in the world, you know? When you can see beauty, like things get a lot lighter. Hallelujah. Yes. That's yeah. when you can start yeah. delighting yeah. yourself in the Lord. That's right. yeah. Delight yourself in the Lord and He will give you the desires of your heart. Right. Delight. See, like painting, it's I, I mean when I see someone painting, he's guys kind of like you know they're all kinda of fluffy, right? No one's flexing while they're painting. <laughs> Sorry. Seriously, God wants you to see your life as this beauty. All I want to do is behold. There's one thing that I seek: is to behold the beauty of the Lord Hallelujah. and to dwell in His house. Hallelujah! Come on. Hallelujah. There's one thing I ask. This is this is a psalmist saying. This There's one thing I ask. There's one thing I seek. One thing is to behold the beauty of the Lord. As he's painting, man, I feel the glory. Whew. To behold the beauty of the Lord. Man, I, I, I love you guys because it, doing life with you guys is awesome. Seriously, I want to say that. I want to put that out there. Hallelujah. All you guys, it's, it's so fun to be the body of Christ. And uh, I want to encourage each other to get in each other's business. My business. <laughs> 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 <in your> business. <laughs> Let's get into each other's business, For real. Because there's a commu there, common unity, community, comes from fellowship, and, and I'm not talking about prearranged, fabricated fellowship. I'm talking about real fellowship hallelujah where we can come together and get in each other's business hallelujah so i want to i want to challenge everybody like like uh an invitation to come on the thursday to my house and to pray it's not a duty it's not a religious thing that we're uh, that we're actually putting out there it's a family thing right it's a it's a community thing where you get so um energized by community that there's an excitement for life every day hallelujah you got you got awesome things to share with others there's breakthrough that happens and everybody celebrates you know getting breakthrough by yourself is not that fun You're like, oh, nobody. Want, there's nobody to give a five to. I quit smoking, or I hey, I quit doing this, like whatever it is. When I when I when I got breakthrough in my life, hallelujah. Yeah. I had some. <laughs> no, but it's true. It's it's rejoicing together. You know when I see people come in here that that they were they didn't have jobs and they were having a hard time hallelujah and then when you see them get the breakthrough you want to give them a big five a big hug and there there's this common unity that happens and what starts happening is that person actually starts wanting to live up and not in a bad way, to the expectation of the community. You're better than that. Mm-hmm. Hallelujah. Because we all know that, you know, just having a relationship with you and God vertically, it's hard to be in obedience. Yeah, right. Because yeah. who's, who's going who's gonna to celebrate me? Who's going to actually, like, be happy for me? You know, when I, when I let go of things that were hard for me to let go of, when I turn my life around, who's going to be there to celebrate me? Hallelujah. I mean, God, God God, likes to be celebrated. I think human beings like to be celebrated too. We're made in the image of God. Mm-hmm. If you don't have anybody that wants to celebrate with you, then I want to encourage you to come and partake of the celebration. Hallelujah. Woo! <laughs> celebrate. Celebrate. Come on and celebrate, celebrate, celebrate. Woo! Okay, so number three, God's direction will save you time and effort. We're talking about persistence. John chapter 21, verse 3. Breakfast by the sea. Simon Peter said to them, I am going fishing. They said to him, we are going with you also. They went out and immediately got into the boat. And that night they caught what? Nothing. (laughs) But when the morning had now come, Jesus stood on the shore. Yet the disciples did not know that it was Jesus. Then Jesus said to them, Children, have you any food? Like he was hungry. Like he wanted, you know, filet of fish or something. right? Just cooking up. Barbecue salmon. I don't know. That's, that's another good reason to come over to my house, by the way. <laughs> fish. They answered him, no. And he said to them, cast the net on the right side of the boat. And you will find some. So they cast, and now they were not able to draw it in because of the multitude of fish. So here's, here's the tricky thing, though. They were being persistent, right? They were fishing all day. And here's what can start happening in our life is that we could be fishing all day. You can be persistent in the natural but you're not catching anything. At the end of the at the end of the day, you're like my nets empty. Like I've been fishing but somehow it's still empty. But see Jesus, hallelujah. One word from Jesus. Two, Two words. <laughs> he said, "Put, take your net. He didn't say stop. Stop wasting your time. He didn't even say get another new job. He didn't even say anything. He just said, "He just said whatever you're doing right now, your net, whatever you got going on, just take it and put it on the other side." Turn around. T- turn around. Right. The turn you you kind of going this way, like, turn. Hallelujah. Amen. So I want to challenge you guys to open your ear as we close this. And maybe Gigi, can you play a little bit of a piano for us? So number one, persistent in sowing, that means good seed, hallelujah, when you're sowing good seed in your life, when you're persistent in sowing, something eventually will take root, I believe that, hallelujah. Being persistent in coming under the seed and having a fertile heart. Hallelujah. Why am I saying persistent? Because persistence is what brings conception. There's a friction that happens, there's friction in the spirit. God wants to conceive. He wants to fill your net with fish. Hallelujah. Being persistent in prayer. When you keep being persistent with God. Hallelujah. Be persistent in prayer. Shinoah. Isaiah chapter 30. I'm just going to close with this. Therefore the Lord longs to be gracious to you. And therefore he waits on high to have compassion on you. For the Lord is a God of justice. How blessed are all those who long for him. The Lord is gracious. He waits on high to have compassion on you. For the Lord is a God of justice. Anybody ever experienced injustice in their lives? There's something about justice and there's something about longing for God. That means longing is a desire, it's a heartfelt desire, it's a hunger for God. And I'm going to pray, maybe if you could stand up tonight as we close this.